from the coach. Yeah. We on Twitter, we on IG, we on everything. You name it, fella culture. Friend like Ned. All right, so we was just uh, talking about uh, the password of the week, uh-huh. and it was inspired by you and your group. The password is grime mode. Oh, okay. So uh, mm-hmm. what does it mean to be in grime mode to you since you um, Truthfully, like a lot of people got it misconstrued. They thinking it's just like a street term or whatever, but to me personally, like, Everything that I do from, I, I mean, I don't know if they know my history, but I'm one-third of the grind mode. I'm the, one of the members who brought you I'm So High and Ecstasy and Vibe With You and all the little Miami classes that y'all may know or may not know unless you they know the rock. But um, I will say this, um, that whole word grind is a lot to me because I've been grinding my whole life and... Um, that was my nickname, and then I started mm. a magazine called Grind Magazine. A lot of people ain't know that. I started a publication because I wanted to give, like, DJs down here a lot of FaceTime because they wouldn't get an acknowledgement. I gave DJ Khaled his very first cover. I gave T-Pain wow. his very first cover. That's a backstory. It's a lot of stuff about me. One day I'll go get the, the real deal history. So I had a magazine called The Grind Magazine that me and my partner started, and then um then I had a... a a online web show long before this was cool. We was the first ones to do it. Like, and mm. we had a million viewers a month. I gave Flo Rida one of his first interviews. I was a young guy in the game, but you know, I was trying to step one foot out of the other grind mode, the illegal grind mode, and get legalized. You know what I mean? <laughs> so I was trying to get that business together and still trying to understand the music industry. So grind mode, I know I'm long-winded, but grind mode is really just like whatever your grind is and you know, that's why I first off, like, even in the I'm So High video, you see me wearing a mechanic shirt, but it say grind mode on it, like, because I was trying to show them, the young guys, like, you ain't got to sell dope and trap and rob to be like, that's not always a grind, a, a scam is not always a grind, like, sometimes a grind is like, you work at Popeye's, ain't nothing wrong with that, you taking care of your churn, you ain't on child support, you doing your thing, that's your grind mode. Right. It don't matter that you work at Publix and you stocking them shells, like, listen, you might want to put stocks in the, to Publix or you want to be a manager you you know what I mean as long as you got that goal and you just keep grinding that's what grind mode is there you have it I couldn't explain that <laughs> at all in detail like he could have okay so y'all you know get in grind mode stay in grind mode you heard it from Mr. Grind mode himself alright so I heard about Ja Rule with that mess listen <laughs> Look, it, everybody it quiet. His, that ain't his fault. Okay. Why? Why is his fault? He, he wasn't in there uh, making them deal. That white boy go, doing that. And I ain't going to lie. Think, that white boy the greatest scammer on earth. <laughs> <laughs> the greatest scammer on earth. I, told I <laughs> Listen, they scammed them people out their money. They, they thought they was much. going to a lavish, uh, exquisite vacation with all kind of... Yeah. Uh, what uh, um, amenities and all kind of stuff, child? They got out there. It was some uh, tents and listen. <laughs> he, he the modern day Robin Hood. He stole from the rich. Chaos. What you would have did in that situation? Book. You and your it's, chick. It's, I ain't really get to see all that, but it's it looked kind of embarrassing though. You know what I mean? Like they really hyped it up like it was something. I feel bad for Ja Rule in a sense because he wasn't part of the scam part. But they, they needed a name to attach the yeah. whole movement. So as an artist, I feel for him because it's like, 
it be messed up when you got these janky promoters and stuff like that, and they tag your name or something like that. It's like it's hard, and then the media don't make it no better because they don't know that guy, but they know yeah. Ja Rule. Yeah. So they just Ja Rule, Ja Rule, Ja Rule, Ja. They killing dog name, and you know. Us people that got voices that's a light like me and Ja Rule, you got to watch it, man. I'll be hating on us. <laughs> you really think um, Ja Rule didn't have an inkling of what was going on? I don't think so. Like, he don't seem like the desperate type. I just feel like, I don't, I don't I know. Say I could be, be desperate. wrong. I wouldn't say to be desperate if he did know, but it's kind of like an opportunity. Because if they come to you and you're artists too, you know they come to you and they're like, look, we're going to do this tour. You're going to get X amount of dollars. But they might have left the X. details out on, on the scam that they doing, but they just use this face. They That's needed true. a name to attach to, and I and I believe him when he say he ain't really know about that. And then I don't think you would chance it because his, his name's so damaged. It ain't like you booking Ja Rule right now. You know what I mean? <laughs> I'm keeping it funky. I ain't trying no, to throw. I'm no, just you're not booking it like little baby Migos and Ja Rule. That don't even line up right. So he's trying to build his name, and if that would have worked in his mind the right way, I think. He was on to something where it would have been like this little getaway island that you could do annually or probably every quarter. I'd have, I'd have jumped on the moment, especially if they up. bust that check down. Yeah. That boy was trying to secure that bag, but it was a he dead did, body did under the research. money yeah, in the bag. So there was a dead body part <laughs> under the money in the bag. He secured the bag. Uh-uh. It's just he ain't know he was going, you know. Get some court dates with it. Apologize. So we gonna keep this thing on rolling. We got a hot Miami pioneer in the building, Mr. Chaos of Grind Mode. Now, Grind Mode. It was three of you guys. Can you tell us when did Grind Mode the group begin? It began because um, all of us from three different parts of town. Like I'm from Richmond Heights. I'm from down south, so that's why when you hear that, can you South Day joke? That's why you. That's why you hear it. A lot of people get it misconstrued though. Like I always got to correct that in interviews. Every tour we've done, especially out of town, because they don't know what South Day County is. Like that's the countryside of Day County, but that's the dance that started. Like it started in Coconut Grove in Florida City. So all the kids was out there doing this joke called South Day joke. And I saw it like when I used because I I lived in the club. I was in the club every night. God mm-hmm. rest the dead because of Dewberry and stuff like that. I used to help him promote. I was pushing my magazine and I'm a street head. So I pay attention to things, right? Mm-hmm. And then I was like, that dance crazy. But originally, they was doing the South Day Jook to uh they used to speed up uh trick bet that. That's a lot of people don't know that. Like, that's what they was jooking to, like, and then we got a lot of pill poppers down where I'm from. I'm so trying they, to juke I'm in telling my head you, I'm telling that, that. you. I don't that's see that. You got to speed it up, though. That's history that a I lot of people it. don't know. Like, <laughs> they would speed that up, and they be like, and they be like walking around a club, boom, boom, boom. And, I was like, and when I used to see day? that, yeah, I used to see that, and I used to be like, man, ain't nobody. And we had, like, about six different dances at that time. But they would never break out because we not North Miami, like Liberty City, Overlock. Everybody think of Miami as that, the beach, stuff like that. Don't nobody think about Coconut Grove, Piran, Rich Miami. Yes, they do. They don't think about, they don't acknowledge. I'm from there, trust me, that we don't get acknowledged like that. So even 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 with saying it in the song, a lot of people, can you stop that joke? That's what I thought y'all was That's what A. 
Hey, I said that on the uh, I made the caption for the first post on the page. Right. And I said, can you stop that joke? Nah. So, but either way, either either way, it works. Yeah, either way, it works. But we used to laugh when people. (laughs) <laughs> when people say that in a club, when we used to be doing like 3,000 people in a club. Like, Can hey, you South Deja? It's funny, though. But anyways, that's the that's the whole situation with that. But then I was solo and the rest of it. was really like five or six of us. When y'all was making the music? started, like for real. Originally, a lot of people don't know this. Like, I've been solo, but me, Bird, Briscoe, it was a bunch of us in a whole nother group that we would start. Like, we had like a super group. Right before I did the ground really? thing. Yeah, it was like 11 of us. It was a bunch of like war type. Bird could tell you this. Like, and what was y'all supposed that's to be when doing? I, when I first met Iceberg, he was like the youngest one in the room. We was recording at a studio center. And he was a killer. Like, Shout I was out to like, Bird. Bird was like, I was the only one really knew about him in South Dade. I kept talking about him like, yo, it's a young boy up there. He a beast. Like... Like, don't nobody know him. He was fresh, but he was hungry. Mm. You feel me? Yeah. So, yeah, it yeah. ain't work out. I ended up, like, still going to all the open mics and stuff like that with Larry Dog. Respect to Larry Dog. Shout out to Larry Dog. He was doing that whole movement, and then I was just, like, killing Episode the, under, four. the underground market, and, you know, that's how Grand Mo started. But then I, I, like, got in there, and I P. Diddy did. Like, you going to jail too much. You uh, got baby mama issues. You always late to the studio. You smoke too much dope. We got lace in it. Um, y'all got to go. Or I ain't gonna, I can't because I took it serious. Like for real, I had the business side. I had the street credibility. So they needed me because I had the plugs to the industry, like all the little record pool meetings and stuff like that. So it just kept getting cut down. And some of the guys who was with us, they kept going to jail and all that. Wow. So it went from nine to seven to five to. Were y'all signed? We wasn't signed originally. Mm-hmm. But then we, like, we put out, like, 40,000 mixtapes. We had one mixtape that put out 40,000 CDs, right? And we had a song called I Got That, Yeah, Yo, I Got That, Yeah, Yeah, Yo. And 99 Jams stopped playing around with it. But then when it was like, hold up, they talking about cocaine. We can't play this. <laughs> we can't play this song already. And then Harry Belafonte wouldn't let us clear it because we were uh. talking about drugs. And then that started a whole nother beast in me because I was like, we had a lot of street music first and all the strip clubs played us, but we could never get that radio hit. So then like, then the I'm So High situation came up and we just knew it was that. But then around that time, after you spend about $80,000, you start getting kind of broke. But then like, that was that one. And I started going all the Power 96 live broadcast, 99 channels, all that stuff like that. And I knew everybody. Because I, I owned a magazine at that time, and I was doing them favors, all the DJs did me favors back. That's before What was the name the of the magazine? Grind Magazine. Mm. So before all that, these DJs got bougie and started getting like a 1,000 followers on Instagram. You can't talk to them. I came before <laughs> that era. Because mm. I was Suge Knight, and I'm like, listen, if you okay <laughs> this... We go flip your car. That's how that's gonna go. So I'm so high, I just start rolling down south because we was talking about joking, and it blew up in South Day first. So once they start playing it, and I went to like all the hole in the wall club, all the clubs you scared to go to. That's that's the clubs I chill in. That's the clubs I feel comfortable in. Mm. And it blew up, but I blew it up in the street first. I had all my own DVD burners and stuff like that. We was giving away a thousand CDs a week because here's another fact that people don't know. I worked for Polo Ground slash J Records. I was pushing A Bay Bay, A Bay Bay. 
Oh, yeah. So I, I was a South Florida rep for that. So while I was pushing that song and making it number one, I was sneaking my records to the DJs. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, A Bay Bay number one on 106 and Park and all that. So that helped me. So mm-hmm. that's how that kind of yeah, unfolded. Lie, you did a good job with that because I went and bought mm-hmm. that CD. <laughs> <laughs> I, bought, I bought Hurricane Chris. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, for real. Now, now, wait, now, like, it's interesting that you was talking about how it was a lot of street music. Y'all was really doing a lot of street music right. and a lot of drug talk. Because I was actually going to ask you about that. To make songs called I'm So High or Ecstasy. Um, what was the music scene like in Miami? Like, was it like uh, everybody was the party scene like on some pill pop and stuff at the time? Like, was, one was, blue dope nigger in my high and different nah, things. It like was, that. it was, it was real, real heavy at that time, but I ain't gonna lie. Was Miami, Molly coming on the scene at the time? Nah, it, uh, not yet. It wasn't even born yet, but then like them double stacks and all that. That was, that was like people have literally threw ecstasy pills on stage. Mm. We've been in Georgia and South Carolina. What? Like, they praised us for that. Like, at that time, I ain't no pill. Here's the other fact that a lot of people know I don't do no drugs. So, a lot of people be like, man, oh, pop this pill with me. And chicks be walking up and like, especially like on tour, girls be like wanting to vibe with the guy from the who got the braids. Mm. So, they think I'm going to get pills with the. I don't need that, baby. Just. But listen, um, <laughs> but no, I don't do no drugs. I ain't never smoked weed in my life or nothing. But if you listen to wow. my verses, I'm talking about women get me high. In ecstasy, women get me high. What's your name, B? So it's, <laughs> so it's like double play on words, like how I'm saying, like, you know, I'm talk- we talking about women, really. Like, you know what I mean? But then people hear that I'm so high, and it's like it became a smoking anthem. And then at that time, a lot of stuff happened. A lot of people don't do this. Mm. Soon as Snoop heard it when he was dying here, that's where you that's where that uh what's the record that he Sexual got? Sexual seduction. I keep that was born from that. And a lot of people wow. don't know that. So people was like, when I it when, was I, when our music hit on 106 and part, they be like, oh, them dudes from Miami stole his sound. I say, we got an interview with Snoop saying he was like, Listen, I visited Miami, I caught this wave that they kept playing every 15 minutes on both stations. Mm-hmm. I don't know who these guys is. But that's where he got that vibe from. So that's why every DJ that always play, I'm so high, they play sexual seduction because they run with the same RPMs. They do. They and do do then, that. Kid Cudi, if you look on the Maui Wowie song, he mm. was big on the West Coast. Now, wonder rap- I like Maui Wowie. Hold on, I'm about to give you some history because I like doing interviews because I like clearing the air. You about to People was like, oh, Kid Cudi did that song and um, um, Grimo from Miami stole that. But if you listen to Kid Cudi rapping, he's rapping on top of the melodics of our song. Because he like, I'm so high, Maui, Waui, He talking about the weed, Maui, Waui. And then Kanye West heard Kid Cudi and snatched Kid Cudi. So, dog, we got a lot Responsible for some careers. We gave birth to some careers out here, and we going to get the check later. I always tell people, bro, like, Dade County, we we start a lot of waves. Like, a lot of people, like, they associate the word stick with future. Right. We were saying stick oh, all yeah, the way nah. back in, like, 0405. Right. But, then it, but then it's upsetting because, like, me, like, I ain't no old head, but it's just, like, I started, like, real young in the game, so I know a little bit more than the average. I hate when I see, like, some of the new waves, and I ain't knocking the shorties, but I'm like, listen, they trying to mimic us. Why y'all trying to be like them? Like, these people come down here, they see the party, the sex, the drugs, the clubs. We party all day, every day. When I've traveled, 
This club closed at two. This club, you know what it's like doing a show and the promoter like, oh, we need you at the club at eleven thirty. I'm like, boy, I'm in the shower <laughs> in Miami. I'm in the shower at right? eleven. Exactly. I ain't walking in your club till one. It's yeah? tragic. But then if you do that out of town, it's like the club and the club, the lights on. What you doing? Yeah, I done ain't missed no, the club. Ain't before. no after hours. <laughs> like I'm used to going to the club, then the strip club, then the after hours, then Wama highs. Then like I don't sleep. They don't understand so, in Dade County. Like we, we set the trends. Get out right. when the sun is up. Right. We set. <laughs> like, we, for real. we set the trends for a lot of people, man. Like I, I ain't gonna lie. Now so. I want to talk about. Now you you had a move. You was in a movie. A big movie. You was in the movie Baghdad. Right. And a lot of people didn't know that. So how that came about was like Opal Locker is, you know, the project's Bad Blues, and it, it had the highest murder rate that we shot that. So that's why that movie's so big. And we had no budget, no nothing. The director hit me up, say, listen, it's a dope boy that lives Because that's based on this dope boy, Dello, oh. that's from there. So he was like, listen. You did a good job playing Dello. <clears throat> Appreciate it. Skip the shower scene, but listen, um, because <laughs> um, all the women be talking about y'all was really hunching in the shower. Mind your business, <laughs> that ain't gonna be your next question. So, nah, <laughs> I did that movie, and it's like it was it was a crazy thing shooting that movie because, like, even now, it's like I checked it like two days ago, it's like 430,000 views. The movie's like an hour and a half long, that's not really heard of for an independent film to do that. And you know, people got a short attention span, you know what I mean? So I'm honored. I'm like, how in the world this thing got at the 400 and something that we don't promote it or nothing? It's yeah. like, when I originally put that movie out, we shot it. It took a little while to shoot because a couple people like died in the process. And then shooting in that project, it's one way out. It's like we were tr- shooting train today because like I would have to like, I was vibing with the dope boy. They like, it was really was realistic. Like, no, it's it's really real for real. Like some of them actors that's in that movie, like them niggas was selling dope in them projects. Like, and they're like, I like I had to tell the director, okay, we can shoot for two hours, let them trap for another two hours. Like for real, <laughs> like I really had to do like some street politics because one of the little trap dudes, like, he ain't put iron on me, but he was like, Chaos, man, you from the street, bro. Like, y'all got these fake police out here, and uh-huh. niggas coming to buy dope, and they seeing the fake police, and they in the U-turn. Like, for real, a lot of people don't know that. We end up with fake police cars and fake police, like, with yeah, best yeah, yeah. on. So when the people coming to buy dope from them, they like, hold up. That's ah, right. Messing up the business. And it was, a lot of, it was a lot of stuff we went through to put that movie out. But Had I'm, a I'm happy cameo from it. Benzino. Yeah, like, and then some scene, I'm going to tell you, ah, Berg going to punch me in the face by this. Berg had a scene in it. There's a scene that got cut out because we was trying to keep it at a certain time. There's two scenes that got cut out. And I'm mad because there's a scene where I walk up to Berg when the, when the police, like, trying to tap my phone. And Berg, Berg, Berg Bizzle, and Ball Greasy is joking because I got a, a, a old Metro. And they're like, man, you mean to go on here? And Bizzle, like, joking. And that happened, and mm. Bizzle got killed. Oh, I cried because that scene was already the movie was already done, but the coloration on it was wrong, mm. so we couldn't use it. And then the other scene is I'm popping a question to the girl who I was in the shower with, banging her eye. Um, when I'm in the <laughs> shower, when I before I pop that question, we shot that in Will the Real Ones poetry spot. No acting, right there on on and no my and Miami, and he got killed right after that, and that jump blew me, man. Like so, Crazy. and then the guy in that death scene that was in that in that hospital that mean a lot to me because he was really on dialysis. The guy who was my best friend in the movie, and he oh. died right after that. 
So he got to see the movie when we showed it at Jackie Gleason or whatever. But then, like, he had blood issues or whatever because he was diabetic and stuff like that. So that's the down part of it. But it's a lot of blessings that came from it. And a lot of meaning to the movie. Y'all check that out, Baghdad. Right. All right. Now, um, do you see yourself doing any um, roles in the future? Um, Yeah. I did City of I, I did City of War with us and me, Mike Smith, Gunplay. You know, I played a role of somebody who was in y'all jail need to for promote a while. these movies. Oh, these, City of City of War is known. Y'all ain't yeah. up on it, but it's like millions of views listen, on that. I was still waiting on that last episode. Nah, on. but then you know what it is. There's a deal on the table, and then Rick Ross wanted to buy the director out to kind of actually uh, give him a real budget. Oh, so that's why we got shit. put on ice. Like my scene just came in a, in a way where it's like me and Gunplay. Best friends, we used to sell dope back in the day, but Mike Smith and Young Breed and all them, they out here like mm. robbing and all that. But yeah. I'm trying to, my role is as an OG, like I got out of prison. You see me all in the club with the suits on. I'm like, listen, man, y'all ain't got to do that. in the And they trying to get me back in the street and gunplay out here killing everybody every day. Like, <laughs> but gunplay is the one that I used to like do rob, rob, do a lot of robbing and stuff like that. So that's crazy because people be seeing me, they be like, yo, you the one from City What They don't even know that I'm in grind mode because it's like I cut my hair off and they be like, yo, I love What it. happened to the braids? Why? Why Why? We, why you cut the braids? It's time? Like my five-year-old, he five now. Shout out to Jeremiah, my son. And like I just wanted to do something different for him before he was born. I got four, bo- four boys, so it's like... With him, I just was like, let me do something different, and me and him twinning it right now. So I cut the, the braids off, you know. There, you know, I can grow my hair back, but I just I wanted to do something different for him. So when he was born, that was my thing for him. You know what I mean? So, That's nice. Okay, yeah. so are you actively pursuing music at the time? I am actually. I've done so writing from anybody to Trina to whoever you can think oh, of. I'm, right I'm doing right. like. Like me and Bird and Flo- uh, and um, Gunplay, we got a record with um, Trina. It, it dropped like three years ago, but it was supposed to be like Ross and um, Trick, but it was something crazy going on at that time. I'm on a hook. If you ever watched that video, we got like four million views or whatever. So it's 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 a lot of writing going on. And I got some surprises coming up, but I ain't going to talk about it right now. I ain't going to let the cat out of the bag. Y'all just going to bring me back for that one. Okay. Really. Now you have something being, I forgot what it's called. Something on your page. What's that? Bean Impact. What's Bean, Bean Impact? Bean Impact is a company I started for my son because if you see this shirt that I'm wearing, Autism Lives Matter, my son has autism. So it's like it's real complicated. Like, and I ain't really talk about it too much, but now it's just like I vouch for it. I designed the shirt. So I put the whole company in his name or whatever. I know he ain't number five, but it's like he's delayed on speech. And in the black community don't really, we don't know a lot about autism, mm-hmm. but I'm like doing a lot of like outreach and I'm an activist for it because it's like, it mean a lot to me because us as fathers, we run from regular kids. But then like, my son's in a in a um, disability school and it's like, He's smart, but he's just like, he like Rain Man. He repeat a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. It's certain that you put, like, he's stuck on patterns. So if you put red Legos right yeah. here, you better leave that boy Legos alone. Stuck on patterns. you come back and you move him over here, like, everything about him is just different. There's nothing wrong with him. He's just different. So, I mean, I go hard for that autism movement. That's my little thing with him. So being impact, when you see them shirts and stuff like that, and, and a lot of people buy them shirts because I made them kind of urban. 
So like a lot of the black fathers like go hard on it because like like I said, it, these black fathers run from regular kids. So when they they feel like their child got a, like a a disability that you have no control over, they hit it faster. Like oh, they embarrassed or they I ain't embarrassed. Boy, Strong I represent brother, my son yeah. Hard. Like y'all, I, y'all gotta be like this brother right, right here. So that's that's my heart. Man. Top five Miami acts of all time. Acts. Miami acts that mean rapper, singer, DJ. Like they just put. Maybe they put Miami on in a huge way, but Miami acts they took off. I don't even know, man. But Five. I'm still I'm still in the old school world. Like I still okay. I'm a trick daddy man forever. Period. Like that's my big brother. I know I'm being biased, but like I come back from when Trick got out of prison. So Trick, I'm gonna still say JT Money. Oh, okay. Um, Starting off right. Um, Mike Smith is the heat that y'all ain't gonna get right now. Okay, Mike Smith, number three. I'm gonna say Bird because he the most consistent. Mm-hmm. Like he got a lot of history, and I ain't saying that because he here. I'm just saying like y'all just seen me post something about Bird last week and three weeks ago. He the most consistent, and he done he done show business wise as an entrepreneur. I love that by him. Yep. Um, last one. The last one is everybody. I don't care because everybody, everybody got like these different styles to true, them, true. and they make Miami. So that's just what it is. Oh, um, Grimo Chaos, just follow that. That's with a C, not with no K. Grimo Chaos on Instagram. Don't follow my other accounts, especially after midnight, because I'm freaky as hell. But go ahead. What? We grown. Follow man. the accounts. That boy. No, but shout out to Thug Like Vodka. This yours. This for the, this for the team. Ooh, I did want to say this. You got gifts? I always, I always bring gifts anywhere I go. Oh, this, this is the Thug Life glasses. I brought a couple for y'all. Oh, my. Yeah. Yeah. I, I danced the comp. I, I danced the comp as a uh, record that we had flipped or whatever. So that's y'all shirts or whatever. Shout out to all my zoes. Thank like I fit to all y'all. And we all right, he beat us to it. All right. Mm-hmm. Shout out. Hey, for La Culture. Chaos Grimo. Spread the word. La Culture.